officials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. What up, what up, what up? What is up, everybody? Everybody, what's up? Hey, what's up, everybody? Everybody, what's up? Everybody, 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 everybody. No, anyway, I know you it's your boy Wildcard Mar in the building, Detroit Mel, the homie Big Nick Shy. What up, though? Welcome to another episode of IOW Sports. Young O, what's up, brother? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Uh, uh man, Young O be on with me uh, late at night, man. Uh, he he's probably one of our faithful uh followers on Twitch. Uh, um, that that we got. So Young Young O Paiety, my my guy. Man. What up, though, man? A pleasure. Um, but look. Y'all know what the deal is. Episode 126, we in the building. Uh, y'all know what to do. Y'all know what to do. Y'all going over and go check us out on our Facebook uh, public page, the IOW Sports Network. Um, gives everybody a chance, all you sports lovers, to drop your own takes, start a good adult uh, uh, conversation, adult debate. Um, uh, everybody's been, been, been for the most part, been uh, uh, staying there, minding their P's and Q's. For the most part, right? Yeah, yeah, for the, for the most, most part. part, been minding their P's and Q's on the Facebook page. I mean, that's because I've been banned for six days. <laughs> hey, you're supposed to be free now. So how you get banned? Because he was, when he I was posted quoting the movie. movie that uh, me and my son were watching, Stand By Me, somebody mm-hmm. had commented the line where the guy is yelling at uh, Coy Feldman's character, mm-hmm. I'm going to call your parents, except for yours, because he's up in jail. And Corey Feldman replies, I'm going to rip off your head and shit down your neck. So when the guy quoted that line, I quoted the following line. I got banned for like bullying and harassing yeah. for seven <laughs> Really? Bully. Yeah, bro. Say, so for Facebook getting soft as baby shit. Facebook. Dog. Facebook. Man, I ain't going to say what I want. I'm becoming a bigger fan of I'm going to be banned in a minute, too. I'm having like a little <laughs> X in my corner. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to all people, you the only one that ain't been been having jail time, man. And they updated their facial oh, records. woman. So the remember last year I got banned for thirty days on my first account. They uh, yeah, Ryan. The day I think you texted me, you were back is the day I went out. Yo, 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 Ryan did something I, I that I've cell, never brother. seen. I yo, took yo, cell. hey, but no, but 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 Nick, right when you took his cell, he came right back, dog. In like the, <laughs> in a matter yeah. of minutes. So hey, and I, the funny part is, last year during the NBA playoffs. I got banned for 30 days. So I was like, fuck this. I can't be quiet for 30 days with sports going on. So I created this new account. And through growing, I'm pretty much friends with most of the same people that that I associate with in this account. And then new people added. 
And I'm like, all right, I'll stay with this account. I'll go back to that one if that other one gets banned. But I guess it's my face. They they synced them. So the uh, second account got banned, even though the second account didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, wow. So now I'm, I'm in the midst of I'm going to create one for my son to have his <laughs> face in it. <laughs> hey, because now it's crazy because, like, I got, the of course, the Wildcard Mar account and I got my regular account and mm. locked out. It didn't matter, bro. They locked the whole thing out. Facebook be on it, man. The, they, uh, I, so, some of their bullying policies is, is a little outdated because it's not, close, it's not even close to bullying. It's like you don't understand a person's intent, what they're trying to say. But anyway. But we still got the Facebook page. It's still there. Like I said, everybody's been about P's and Q's. <laughs> no, no, no. As admins, we only had to deal with maybe uh, one true incident so far. One of them was a mistake. So um, it, it is what it is. Uh, hey, what was that I saw earlier? No, no, no I, yeah, yeah. I, I had already took care of that. But my thing is, okay. like, everybody, you know, we created the space that you can have your opinions. And we're not going to censor nobody. But... You know, if you disagree, it's cool to disagree, but at some point, let's not take it overboard and be trolling and, and just keep harping and right. picking at it. So, right, you know, right, just right. just say your pieces, respect each other's uh, uh, opinions to the degree to disagree or agree, and keep it moving. Like we all got, we we're all adults. It, oh, there's wow. no kid, there's no kids in there. But anyway, uh, the if Facebook you're part there, of a private group or you're part of your private page, you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want. That, 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 that right there is if you go on a to public make page and you're making threats and you're just that person who's arguing with people, that's different. But I'm not threatening to shit down my fucking friend's neck. Right. Like context yes, matters. Today. Common sense comes <laughs> in. It can't be words as an algorithm. You could say the words, I'd never shit down your neck or never rip your head off. But mm -hmm. the algorithm will read, rip your head off. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. 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 But no, it's, it's, it's like I said, everybody's been minding their business for the most part. But it is a space that you can have your sports takes. Right. Um, um, and if you got a sports podcast, you know, share your content. You never know. You might end up collabing with ILW Sports just because we like to collab with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, it, it works like that. If you got a small business, hey, post away. You never know. We got people from all across the whole continental U.S. And you never know when you get a sale. So if you sell nickel bags, I um, know a person in North Carolina that might nickel be bag of fault. <laughs> you know, if, if, if you're selling some, some pudding, I know a guy in North Carolina that wears a, a, a Cincinnati Tigers hat. <laughs> they might like that. <laughs> You know, I, I know He's I got claiming a, it's a Detroit Tiger. Hat. Yeah, I got, a, I got a, I got a, I got a brother rocking the hat this week, man. You know what everyone's gonna say it is. I wasn't the you only know, one. You know, if you got sales in beer, I got a brother in Jersey that doesn't mind a good can of PBR. So hey, let, let's get it, let's get it cracking. That's what we do. That's <laughs> he already had it. This is not a bank. <laughs> But it no, is to uh, us, motherfucker. Yeah, please, please go join the Facebook page. Great, great, great content. Of course, we be tweeting, we be on the Twitter, um, but we don't be in no ball, no Twitter beefs. You know, we ain't in no Twitter beefs. But definitely um, doing that. Nah, we use the Twitter as just kind of let you know that we got content coming on the way. Um, All right. Also, you know, we on the Instagram, but we ain't doing none of the Instagram thought poses and photos. You know, we I definitely ain't doing that. Nah, we we definitely ain't doing that. We but we, we are looking it. for pictures. <laughs> Send it to his DM. His DM. His DM. Not, I'm good. Maybe may, Nick might would mind it, but I, I I'm trying to keep. I got hey, man. Don't be asking to look. Well, I to get these pictures. And I open up Instagram, and one of these booty shots is the first thing to pop up. I'm like, God damn, I'm hey, this right now. Hey, don't be asking to look when I get these pictures, bro. 
I mean, nah, you got to share the pictures. I mean, you can't, you can't be selfish and stingy, bro. Nah. I'm like, I make taking my own pictures and like, do, like <laughs> oof account where I make fun of all <laughs> these girls. I did it one time. Like, I, I was looking at Instagram and like two out of three pictures was a girl just standing like this. So I took the photo and uploaded it to Facebook. I was like, I'm just gonna start spoofing Instagram posts. I gotta get back to that. Oh, yeah. I got the glasses on. Hey, I was most important, the bottom. Oh. And most Lamar, importantly, where your glasses at, Lamar? You, you, nah, nah, man. I, I took care of that quick. I went. I mean, I'm here looking like Von Miller. Nah, I went and got my contacts quick, bro. Uh -oh. I was like, nope. I, like I, bro, I hate wearing my glasses. I like Miller up in this piece. I hate wearing my bro. I did the midnight show with my glasses, and all you see is just the light just reflecting on my eyes. See, you, it was it <laughs> That's was why terrible. Readers are good because readers project downward. <laughs> bro, it was it was terrible. Look at me trying to sell my oldness. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, most importantly, please go on over to our YouTube page, like, share, subscribe. Hit that bell notification, uh, but please become a subscriber if you love what we're doing on IW Sports. Right, right. Uh, majority of our content is coming off of YouTube, so please go to the YouTube page, follow that. Yes. I mean, as much as we would love for you to follow our Twitter, Instagram pages, uh, definitely show us love on the YouTube. That's the place where the right. We try to build from. that up. Yeah. Uh, and then most importantly, go to your respective app store, whether it's Google Play Store or the Apple Store. Download the IOW Network app. Please. Uh, anyway, all right, let's get down to business because we didn't enough time for we already uh, shooting the shit. Um, right, right. Uh, I mean, you you got the Michigan shirt on, man. You, you, yeah. You, you get to keep your boy. <clears throat> I want that name. <laughs> Next year starts the new streak of eight straight years losing to Ohio right. <laughs> We got our one and done. <laughs> hey, man, look. Only why he came back because he didn't get a job. I thought he just didn't want the job. I thought it was his decision. Mm -mm. Oh, it was he definitely his decision. Because he, well, like, he, he told them from the Miami job. Like, yeah, I, I don't think even he think he got job. on the plane yet, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm coming back." I think I think he thought it was a shoe in, and that's kind of like, well, you know, you we got some other people we be considering. He's like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and go back to Michigan." He, he might be he's more at Michigan, right? Isn't he up near nine, ten million now? I think so. They ain't gonna pay that at, at Minnesota for a guy who's never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he, he I mean he he better he bet he better off at Michigan right now. hundred percent. He's a college coach. He's gonna be saving. Yeah. Not in terms of the, the championships, mm. but he's a guy whose style, demeanor, persona, which we, we've discussed at length on here, yeah. is more set to succeed in a college atmosphere where you know Mel said you control twenty four seven the schedule. Right. Uh, uh you you know every minute of the kid's day. Mm -hmm. You are Gestapo. You you run every little detail. Right. Starts and ends with you. Starts and yeah, ends with you. They need you more than you need them. Right. But he's the type of guy who needs that, I think. I think he, you know, Patrick Willis retired early. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis retired early. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers were retiring in San Francisco early to get away from him. <laughs> Damn. Well, I'm looking at the reports like some some reports saying that you know Harbaugh didn't wasn't for sure to get the job, and then some reports kind of linked him to Miami because you know um, the owners are Michigan alum. Yeah. yeah. So so I they was kind of yeah we talked about that earlier when that report first came out. Yeah, so they kind of linked him to Miami, but my thing is, I mean now the Miami job, I could I would if I was Harbaugh, I wouldn't take because of the Flores thing. 
If he didn't went there, I really had no respect for him. Uh, honestly, if he went to Miami, I don't think he would have dealt with the same. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, the fact you know, that Miami is treating him like that. I, I, I get what you're saying. I have the fuck Harbaugh shirt on. Mel, Mel, I get what you're Just saying. saying. But I'm saying if if Harbaugh had went to Miami, there's no way that he would have had the same uh, 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 pretty much. Uh, I'm trying to find the white word. Uh, treatment, you mean? Well, well, not only treatment, but resistance. There it is. Resistance from ownership. Well, that that yeah, force would have got. I understand what you're saying, but my here's my point. You can't, in one breath, and I'm just saying this in general to any any person, you can't in one breath say you're an ally to what we're doing and then go somewhere that's not conducive or let's go somewhere that's against what we're fighting for. I just can't do that to me. Oh, you no, know, I, I would never disagree that because we've talked about the the uh, the fake imagery right. in the NFL millions of times, and, and mm-hmm. now that you got this situation with Flores, it, it makes what we're saying so so true mm-hmm. because you can't you can't have the in racism equality um, inspire right. the chains all mm-hmm. plastered over the decals and on the field and on right. the goalposts and, and right. banners in the in the stadium. Look, man, <coughs> take that shit down until you change it. Take it down. There it is. Take the shit down because this fake imagery shit does nothing. Nothing. Like it, 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 it's no action behind it. It's, it's literally, it's literally trying to put a band aid over a gunshot wound and expecting right. it not to bleed out. Like, come on, like, the, stop, stop, stop with the, with the shit until you actually do, do the action. Like, right. it's, it's, because it, to me right now it's falling on deaf ears, because, because now, now you're saying we about this, we about this, but where's your action? You just can't, you just can't sit there and keep talking and be like, yeah, we're. We're we're we are you know we're woke we're woke now in the NFL right 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 but you know this whole woke shit is is trash if you don't if you don't actually put the actual come on my brother Nick it's it's all flash and no substance baby no substance come on but even that even the whole Jerry notion Jones. right Jerry Jones that fucking bag of shit Jerry fucking <laughs> Jones we need to do a better job motherfucker you never hired a minority as a head coach so shut right. the fuck up. Yeah, don't like, just get off your high horse, you dumb fuck. Actually, fall and fall like Christopher Reeves. <laughs> Superman in a wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, with him, it'll be stupid man in a wheelchair. <laughs> we need to do a better job, please. Right. You are the good old boy. You're mm. you a good old boy personified. I don't, need you. I don't want to hear that. Well, damn, so my Nick thing, thing, my thing is this. Points. If you say don't that, hire them right. as, oh, you don't hire them as in front office. It's called what it is, right? Yeah. You can't be the forefront. If anyone, my owner, Woody Johnson, should be the forefront of it. Mm-hmm. Jets have hired three minority coaches, Herman Edwards, Todd Bowles, Robert Salah. Right. So my owner can speak and say, hey, the rest of the league needs to step up and, and, mm-hmm. and give chances like we are. Right. That's a leg to stand on. Yeah, that's an owner that should be speaking out publicly. But you know what? When you're genuine and you're legit and, and you're on the up and up, you don't need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You need to make it. a statement 
before statements get made at you. And that's Jerry mm-hmm. getting in front of the horse. Ironically, the horse is back in the conversation. <laughs> but I, I'm making a joke about it, but it, 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 it's real, right? Mm-hmm. Like you try to beat the press before the press attacks you. Right. You know, because damn well, people, podcasters are pointing out that Jerry Jones has never hired a black head coach, but he's speaking mm-hmm. on it. You know, Robert Kraft hasn't had to interview a coach <laughs> since the Rooney Rule got instituted. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, he he's had the same back over 20 years. Right. He gets so escaped his own default. That's like the one job where you could say they haven't had to mm-hmm. uh, go through that process yet. I mean, you think about Jerry Jones with the whole kneeling thing. You know, so he kneeled down with them that one time for a political thing. And then after that, he's like, okay, nobody kneel no more. This is, that, was, that was just a PR thing. It's man. a PR political. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of person he is. You like know? He's got to deal with the television networks. You can't show me when my team is losing. Right, right. But you have to show me every time we do a punt after we have the lead. Right. He just wants the camera on him and, and make it about him. Like he, he that's why I say he's a bag of shit as a human being. I don't care <laughs> what he charity. I don't know. The guy doing coke off of hookers is the guy that I know. <laughs> that was on the cover of the New York Post years ago. That's not me making shit up. <laughs> it's 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 you both are a hundred percent right. I mean Woody Johnson has done his thing to to do his part as in trying to make you know equality of no matter who you are as in if you qualify for the job and probably the only bad one was adam gates we'll we'll, we'll you know we'll, we'll take that out but yeah well you can blame peyton manning because peyton manning called christopher johnson because woody was the uk ambassador at the time mm-hmm. he called christopher johnson and gave adam gates a fucking rave review and if you yeah. try to ask peyton manning about that now he will end the interview on you because <laughs> <laughs> he don't want to talk about his hey, hey it's because he stuck that long ass neck out there and adam gates chopped it off for him so he's not trying and, to take credit he, ain't stick, it, he ain't stick that neck nowhere that neck too stiff <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! Is it funny that he played for the Colts in the Broncos, but he resembles a horse? And then again, the horse is back in the conversation. The horse keep coming up. <laughs> Usually, we talk about horse. Now we're talking about horses. <laughs> oh, give give Mel a second. Oh, it's and, coming. And, it's, so it's coming. It's, it's coming. But no. But look, most definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, but but. You know, uh, it goes back to what you said, though, about my flash and substance. Don't talk yeah. about it. Be about it. Right. Don't say we need to do shit. Motherfucker, you need to do shit. Right. Because the whole country knows if McCarthy don't work out, you're going to be doing sham interviews because you're going to do everything to try to get Sean Payton. The whole mm-hmm. fucking country knows it already. Right. Right. So you're going to lead the sham interview charade next year. Oh, yeah. Sean's going to take his little time off to... Give yeah, that right. The Cowboys and, will trade a couple picks for him. Yep, they're gonna they're gonna because uh, you because well, once you have to once, interview if you're trading for a head coach, do you have to interview because you're trading for him? Right. You're not giving up picks to then not hire him. Hey, like do you have to hey, do a couple interviews that's, and that's then the, say we that's made the, the loophole? That's the loophole. That's the loophole. Are you talking about for the, the Rooney loophole. Rule or just in general? No, just in general. That's the loophole. Like, do you have mm-hmm. to? And I hate to use the word charade because, but it, it, let's be real. That's what some teams do. Yeah, you know, and you break the minority. Hey, find me a billionaire that never found a loophole. Find me a billionaire that's never found a loophole, and I'll show you a guy who's probably only got a couple hundred million. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Trump, we're talking to you. We talk about 
They're doing right, whatever right. they can do to, to check the box, right? Mm -hmm. What do we have to do so we don't get fined? That should not be a part of the process. Now, right. I get the intent and I get the 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 reason for the mm -hmm. Rooney rule. But when you create something that people have to abide by and it's not genuine, you are going to have some instances where it comes off as just a charade. Right. Like the Giants, for example. Giants interviewed Leslie Frazier twice, Patrick Graham. Mm -hmm. So, like, where's the racism? Like, you can't file racism. And I got to bring this up. I saw this today, mm -hmm. and and this to me is almost the biggest hole in Brian Flores' case. Mm -hmm. Brian Flores is suing the NFL for inequality and accusing racism, and he hired an all-white law firm. <laughs> so let me ask you, Brian Flores, it's just about the guy who's best for the job? Like, shoot your whole case down, right, when you put it that way. Like, you chose the best guy for the job. You chose this law firm, an all-white law firm, top to bottom, mm -hmm. because they are what's best for you. You know what? Because um, this conversation came up in Child Sports. Shout out to Child Sports. Um, and I, I, I look back at it, and don't get me wrong. There are there are plenty of capable black law firms that could have handled this case. There mm -hmm. are. Yeah. <clears throat> but 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 – and, and here's why I think you, you're saying this thing, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but just rock, rock, just rock with me for a second. Um, you still have to kind of play a little bit of the of the charades game while you're trying to prove this case, because it it, it gives off the 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 image that I'm suing the NFL for racial discrimination, bad practices, you know, blah blah blah. But you know, let me get the white law firm to show that it's unified and it is not about race but you're making about race nfl so it's kind of like brian Flores is kind of playing the game within the game that's just my my take on it i don't know if i'm reaching i don't know if i'm off but it's it's it does look uh it does look kind of iffy but but my you went and hired the people that you thought were best for the job not based on color I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, you, you see what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you're accusing the NFL of hiring people uh, yeah, based I, on color, I, I, but then I, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with hiring two white people. Um, I don't to, have a problem with it, but it's no, kind saying, of like I don't think, cheap, I don't think, that, I don't think that's a, making a point yeah, at the same time. Right, right. I don't think that's like, a hole in this case. You're accusing people of doing that, but then mm -hmm. you go. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess here's my thing. If we'd have hired an all black law firm right like johnny would have been perfect for this job if he was yeah, still here he did, he did johnny would have been him. a fucking guy we all oh, know johnny would have been a man conferences hey 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 johnny cocker would have had damn fucking brian flores being the commissioner by the time he was done oh. <laughs> <laughs> here's, johnny what got OJ off. <laughs> here's what i tell OJ you. was dripping with blood in the courtroom right like, nope, not hey, hey 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 bro hey bro the glove didn't fit yeah, <laughs> you know why it didn't fit because his son did it. Mm. Did you ever see that breakdown? Mm -mm. That's why the no. DNA was like ninety-seven percent match or some shit because somebody broke it down on one of those law uh, shows that you mm -hmm. get on like those crazy cable channels. Yeah, yeah, and it was that the glove didn't fit because it was OJ's son. <laughs> that's why the DNA was almost a match, and uh, and that's why the glove didn't fit. And wow. OJ took the, the fucking bullet for his kid. Mm. Mm. 
Well, well, we'll touch into the conspiracy on that on Eye of the Wonder, but now go ahead, Mel. You was about to say <laughs> that's something. That's like an April show. Uh, like yeah. April show. <laughs> All right. No, I, I, I was going to say, how many how many black lawyers you know outside of Johnny Cochran? High profile? Yeah. Um, Not too many. I don't know many lawyers outside of Johnny well, Cochran, though. Johnny's just the infamous. I had, yeah. I had an incident where I had to get a lawyer. Besides my brother, you know, before he was a lawyer, I didn't know many black lawyers. So when I'm looking for lawyers, everything that mostly came up were white law firms. Jewish. It, Jewish, especially in Michigan, you're going to get a lot of Jewish lawyers. A lot of Jewish. I understand there was a lot of Jews in Michigan, a whole lot. Uh, so my point to that is he, he might he might just say, hey, recommend me somebody. They say, these guys right here is good. And he just got these guys, and that's who he got, because it, it may be a lot out there, but we don't know them. They're not mm-hmm. known to us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I just think I don't think him picking the white lawyer. Now I know people probably gonna nitpick on that. Yeah, they I, are. I think I think that the case itself, if you look at the fact of who they did with the Giants, who the Giants hired versus who he is. His resume looks better just just on a, on a strength that he was a head coach, and and that was a that keeps saying his name wrong. Dable, Dable yeah. was an assistant. Yeah. So he technically don't have head coach experience. And then you look at Flores took a team who people were ready to write off and made him a winner. Yeah, he was moving, Let me say he's moving him forward. Let's say he's moving him forward. Cause they didn't make the playoffs, and I technically we would say playoffs is making is is no is a winning yeah, but season. But it, it goes down as a winning season because they were over five hundred for the last. Over five hundred, yeah. they were they're moving in the right direction. Yeah, you know. So to me, if you look at just those two people, well, outside of anybody else they interviewed, just those two people, you know, the one they chose and him, to me on paper, he's a better candidate. Candidate, and then you look at the other. You don't the know tech- the interview process. You don't know. Dable's vision. You don't know his plan for the organization. There's some guys who go in mm-hmm. and kill the interview because right. just better suited in that presentation and vision process. That's why they're three and a half hour interviews. Understand you know, that. We've all done job interviews. You do a 20 minute interview and you're like bored mm-hmm. out of your fucking mind. All well, I, I did a, uh, the one for the police department. It's long. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. So I understand. I know. know. Yeah, so I understand a a long interview process. I do. There's some people who will bomb, and then there's some people that wow. And the minute the Jets with Robert Salah last year, Mm -hmm. the minute they fucking interviewed him, they knew this is our guy. This is everything we want for our organization Mm -hmm. uh, to represent us to to be the head of us. Mm -hmm. They knew instantaneously. Now is that a knock? On like if they. If they have other interviews planned, but they mm. know that's their guy, mm. you don't say the rest is a sham. You go through the process because somebody might fucking blow him out the water. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it, I'm not putting blame on Flores, but mm. it's it's a little bit of both. And mm. I don't think there's any racism involved because they made up their mind that Dable blew them out the fucking water. Mm. But to I don't know. It's a slippery slope, and I, I, like, I, I said, like I said, we was doing a show. Like I, like I said, we was doing a show. It's hard, based on what we see, to claim that is it was a race. Yeah. It was race involved. Yeah. If you don't have a text. You don't have an email. You don't, you don't have, have all that behind the scenes stuff. But what I will say, I think 
the fact that Bill texts him. How does Bill? To, wait, hold, hold on. Not not to cut you off. I was now. gonna get into that, but go ahead. I think it's gonna go ahead. I'll just say how does Bill Belichick know this information? That's what that's another point. I was gonna bring and, up. And, and to me, I think this is this is pretty much gonna be the uh, the smoking gun for What's Brian Flores to use. This is gonna be what those lawyers are gonna nitpick on when they, they they're gonna harp on this part. How does Bill Belichick know this? What up, Matt? I could probably give a suggestion towards that. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, Flores worked for Belichick. Okay. One of the other coaches worked for Belichick. You yeah. probably call them as the Giants. You get a little feedback about people that who've worked for them. He, they've worked for Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill probably says in conversation, "How how you looking?" Oh, they, Brian Dable came in really impressed us right now. He mm-hmm. he's he's most likely our guy. You know what I mean? Because you're calling to ask, hey, what can you tell us about this coach? What can you tell us about that coach? Calls get made, not just the interviews themselves, yeah, yeah. but like Peyton Manning talking about gigs. Phone mm. calls get made. Um, so that's that's probably the well, flow no, no, of Rich. conversation, right? Right. Yeah. So you look at that hey, and you but, look at – go ahead, go ahead. No, my, my fault, man. Now, now go ahead. No, go go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to read this text. Go ahead. You know, because I'm just saying, like, like, but still, the text message from Bill, his his tone comes off as he has confirmation that a Brian has got the job. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 look, I I gotta I gotta say it. Bill knew what the hell he was doing when he texts Flores about this. You think so? Oh, there's no way. There's no way that 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 he he was like, oh, these jokers got they got Debo already already pretty much pinned out on contract oh well let me text brian because he, he he's he's about to have the interview he knew he he, he low-key dry snitched on the nfl on this <laughs> I, I i there's no way that that bill come on bill belichick probably one of the smartest guys in the nfl you trying to tell me he didn't know which brian he was texting but it happens though man it he's happens. smart with football man he might not be smart with anything else with technology <laughs> You know, he old. He might, he's old. He's just smart with football, man. He, he's <laughs> not. You're not there in age. You never know. Hey, he's still butt-dialing people. Walking, right. <laughs> even walking up football. <laughs> but what did I text you guys earlier? The one thing I love about it, my buddy mm-hmm. texted this to me, and I, I caught it, and I went with it. Is from now on, I'm I'm ending all my messages with NS for Nick Shy. Like, he ends it with B. Regards, B. 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 Yeah, What's man, BB? I, Big bigot. <laughs> he leaked that. He leaked, I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm just saying. on purpose, without a doubt. That's what hey, Matt said. I'm just hard pressed to believe that Brian, that that Bill Belichick had no idea of which Brian Flores or Brian Dayball he was texting that information. All allegations for Flores and their uh, response will be not to, uh, not admitting to it. It's just a big game. Yeah, you're right, Tim. It's a big game. It's a big game. Look, um, I had you know, this con- interesting. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I had this conversation uh, with Man Down on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and Melvin Wong, shout out to uh, Man Down Podcast, had a, had a good, good statement. He says that, um, you know, this has really become more WWE than the NFL because it's mm-hmm. literally something else besides football. Like, the purity of football is getting taken out of the NFL. Like is is it's called the National Football League, but like year by year, the actual pureness, the purity, the the hundred percent innocence of football is getting taken out. 
Yeah, yeah. Nick kind of talked about that. You just got to put the bottom line on the on the app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick. Uh, Nick changed something like that on Wednesday. Something similar to that on Wednesday. And I, I mean, I agree, man. The game is just not what it used to be. Um, but you know, getting back to what we were saying, I just said, I got, I just said, and I said this Wednesday. It still seems like something's there. It's just in his particular case, I don't see where we can point to saying directly is racist, but it does seem wrong because if you have 75 or 70% black players and you only have one head coach, no owner. And, you know, you see, good example, if Brady breaks an iPad, it's passion. A black player does, uh, punches a, a goal post or do something like that. What's wrong with that person? Oh no, Brady's an asshole. Uh, well, I, mean, I mean, that's no doubt. I'm just saying. That's no doubt. I'm just saying. You know, it's passion when he does it. When a black player does it, it's an it's an issue. You know what I wish for Tom Brady? Real quick, while on it. I hope Giselle leaves him for Joe Burrow. <laughs> I don't want your ass at home. I like the I like the quarterback who worked seven days a week. <laughs> Take your Hold kids on. to Joe's house. Oh shit! I'm taking my talents to Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> and in other words, I'm taking my pussy to Cincinnati. <laughs> you can have the kids. <laughs> now I know why you're wearing the hat. Uh, Matt, Matt, you hit it right on the head. You hit it right on the head. The fact that you have to come up with a rule to address yeah. a problem, yeah, that is the problem. Right. You and 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 you know, me and Mel can speak on it. I hate affirmative mm. action. Yeah. I absolutely I talked hate about it. that too. I, I, I can't stand it because I'm like if I go apply for a sous chef or executive chef job, I have mm. the damn resume to speak for it. Mm-hmm. Hire me because Lamar Wallace has been a, a badass chef for the last 18 years of his life. Right. Not because because you need to meet your quota of minority hires. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Hire, hire me hire me because I'm qualified. Here's what I say. I agree with that. Yeah. The, the flip side of that, too, because I, I spoke on this on Wednesday, too. The flip side of that, too, is the, one of the things I didn't like about, too, those who did get in didn't reach down and put others in either. Mm. So it didn't even work on both sides. So yeah. if you did get get in as as a black candidate, I get in, and I'm still not reaching down, pulling qualified. That's always yeah. been my criteria: qualified Qualify. black candidates in with me, so they can have position too. That messes up the whole thing on both sides. So that's another thing I saw with the problem with the front of action. You was getting, you were getting some people in, yeah. but then the ones that got in didn't turn around, and put others in either. Yeah. And at the same time, on the other side of that coin, when you in, you always have in the back of your mind, did I get in because of my talents or did I get in because of a, hitting the check mark, hitting the check in the box? And, and I understand so, that part. And I understand that yeah. part. But once I'm in, I'm going to show you why that mm-hmm. I'm the that I'm the qualified candidate. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's why I agree with you 100%. It has to, you got to take qualified and you got to put that shit in bold italics. Like, you got to make sure that, <laughs> that that is the most important part of all this. And, Are we coming and, up there, uh, Matt? And and and, and look, um, uh, Brian Flores is. is Matt, more... don't be fucking telling people where I live, bro. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I know we we up there, there in June anyway. <laughs> um, Brian Flores is qualified, right. no doubt. 
And so I, I'm looking at this situation like this is like the fact that a qualified person of Brian Flowers status is still dealing with uh, uh, issues getting just an interview. What up, man? You know, uh, uh, somebody is already hired before getting an interview. At that point, you know, it, it, it can lead to that point of saying, like, these are pretty much wrong standards of how you're doing the hiring process. I hate the Rooney rule because it's, 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 it's to me, it's damn near parallel to, to damn affirmative action. I can't stand it. Uh, it because it's just, hey, like you said, Nick, let's just check the box just so we're not <laughs> facing disciplinary issues. What's up with Mayo, man? What's, what's up with Mayo? I don't know, man. You've got to have carpal tunnel after all that typing, though. <laughs> let's let's flip the script, right? Brian Flores, did you hire black coordinates and black coaches, or were you hiring the best man for the job, no matter what the race was? I'm sure if you're a head coach and you're putting your staff together, you don't care. You're hiring the best person for the job, right? Mm -hmm. You, you yeah. know what I mean? But his, so, yeah, he's I hear hired you on that. coaches as well. Yeah, yes, but I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the issue, though, Nick. I think I think that's not the issue. And I hear what you're saying. And I, I'm going to cut you off because I hear this all the time. I don't think that's the issue. Okay. My, my here's my thing. You first, I first look at, I'm a first look at the qualifications. And if you're a black qualified qualified person, I'm gonna look at you, bring you in, sit you down, see what you have. If you fit where we at, I'll bring you in. If you're not, it might be the white guy next to you that has that qualification that's gonna bring something. I'm gonna bring them in. I'm still gonna look at black candidates. The issue is that a lot of times these black candidates are getting overlooked. They just in there for the the FaceTime to check a box. I'm already looked, I didn't look past you before you came into my into our stadium, into our um, our office to sit down. And that's what the issue is. It's not about, I can have a white Chinese, whatever on my staff, but let West, no one be, no, West for sure, I interview black people and so serious about the black people that I looked at and maybe they just didn't fit. And I think when we talk, you know, we have Brian Flores raised this up, but this is an issue throughout the whole NFL because- you can, you let, can let look me at add it. one thing to that, though. Well, go uh, ahead. I just wanted to add one point to what I was saying. Uh, go ahead. During that interview process, when you're hiring coordinators, mm -hmm. I'm sure there comes a point where you know this is my guy. Mm -hmm. And you might do the same thing you're accusing them of, of then interviewing other people knowing you got your guy already. You know what, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, did, did, did that speak to just, just pure human behavior? That's interview process. There, there comes a leap. You can, you interview the first guy. You're like, right. okay. You interview the second guy, and it's like, all right, that went ten times better than the first guy. Mm -hmm. But like, you always keep track of who's in the lead, right? Like, mm -hmm. this candidate is our guy right now. But right. we still have other interviews lined up. We're gonna go through the process, right? So I, I, I let me let me let me reverse it. No, 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 I, I, no, 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 I, no. Let me no, reverse it because ahead, I, 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 I get I get what Nick is saying. Because mm -hmm. you you still have that mindset, but like, bro, the second interviewer it was definitely better than the first one. I, I got to do my due diligence and make sure that just because I like number two, mm -hmm. that like I can't ignore three, four, five yeah. other interviews. And then you that said I have. Uh, Leslie Frazier had a second interview. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Did, did Dable have two or one? I'm not sure. I, I'd have to look at it. Up. You guys got the computer. If you put up uh, New York Giants coach <laughs> interviews, 
you go to the Giants website and it has the list of everyone they interviewed and who had a second interview. Um, Matt uh, said he had two. Say again? Matt said he had two. Dable had to, yeah, probably right because you bring him in for the second interview and then then you extend the offer. But Leslie Frazier had two interviews. Patrick Graham had an interview. Brian Lloyd's had, had an uh, Brian Flores had an interview. Forgive me. Uh, so the Giants didn't interview Flores just to to appease the Rooney Rule because they already had two interviews with other minority head coaches. So they didn't have to bring him in. They brought him in because he was a viable candidate. Yeah, but, but but that's my thing. That's my thing, uh, uh, Nick. Flores is saying that he's getting this text before he even interviewed. That that Belichick is saying, "Congratulations, you got the Giants job." Right. That I think that's that's it's that's the a difference between you may be you may be our uh, leading candidate, then you have the job. Yeah, and, and we all knew that Dable was going to be the lead guy once they made their GM hire, right? Yeah. Because about he, on the show came before Buffalo, yeah. this stuff came up. Yeah. We yeah. all said it's a no-brainer that Dable's going to walk into that job because you want to hire people and go to battle with people that, that you're familiar with. Yeah. And he's worked in Buffalo with him. And, and I had the same sentiments. But I just think when the timeline of it that Flores is getting his te- just text message saying, congratulations, yeah. you got the job. Oh shit! I fucked that up. I it's the NFL version of insider trading, right? right yeah, right, and, right. There and, you go. And, 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 and so I think it's the timeline of it. Now I had mm-hmm. now now I had Brian Flores already interviewed, and then this text message comes out. Then I can I can I can yeah, agree that's, that's right, I, I can agree with you wholeheartedly that it has nothing to do with racism because he's had his shot at at impressing the ownership. Mm-hmm. But he he didn't, and I think that's where the timeline that was makes it the situation real down the slippery slope and sticky is because uh, congratulations, you got the Giants job was already said to a guy that hasn't even been interviewed yet. Right now, you go over to the Hugh Jackson what he said that adds more fuel to the fire, far as what some of the things that he's alleged. Still, I can't say. It's racist because and that intent is hard to prove, but you can see some similarities. Some similarities, and you can see some some stuff in the NFL that's going on that's not right. Asking him to tank games. I don't think he, he clarified that though in the interview. He was like, We're the youngest team in the league. We didn't have talent. We weren't tanking. We just weren't good enough to win games. But he, so yeah. he kind of took it back a little bit because I think people ran with the idea. Of getting yeah. paid the tank, he basically changed it. It's like he wasn't paid fifty thousand a game to lose. He, he received the performance bonus. Like if yes. you make the playoffs, you get a performance bonus. At that point in time, the Cleveland Browns were about building for the future. And then he even says it himself in the interview. He goes, "We went one thirty-one in two years, and then we won eight games." So you see, the process was working because they nailed the Garrett pick. They got the uh, Ward. Uh, Ward, who's who's the Is quarterback? Ward. Ward. Yeah, Ward. Ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Get Baker, Baker, Baker uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was their process. Like, yeah. and I'm sure. You know what? You know what? Hey, not to cut, not okay, to cut you off. Is not, not, not to cut but you he didn't off. pay him to tank. He clarified that in the interview. He, that's he, a, he, okay, he, that's he not how I took it. Here's why. Go ahead, Lamar. 
No, but I'm saying like the Cleveland Browns had had a process no different from what the 76ers did. Trust the process. They made a campaign about it. Trust the process. Lose, we lose, gotta lose, lose. So win. we get great talent to yeah. then rebuild us up. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm Nick, saying? Nick um, I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah. The, the line, everybody. And, and, and I don't know about, about you, Mel, and, and, and you had to say in a second about it, but I'm I'm kind of with Nick on this one. When I, when I heard Hughes Jackson interview, because I saw it live on SportsCenter last night. I he, pretty, he pretty much said, yeah, we were a bad team because we were young. I didn't, you know, I we we're just a bad team. And it, the way he kind of stated is he's getting a, a performance bonus check from the owners when he's, and he's questioning like, well, why the hell am I getting a performance bonus? We just went only 16. We just went one in 15. What am I doing getting a, a extra money? Like, this is the NFL. You get paid to win. And so uh, I think Hughes' case might be hard to pinpoint racism because it's like, well, what exactly are you trying to say, you Like, you did, did you were, have were to you, read were you not good because no, but see, you're not, you're not listen to what he walks it back. I, I know bullshit when I see bullshit. I think people I know want bullshit to when I see bullshit. put their own twist on it more no. than he wanted to add. He just he, is like, I've, I've been paid for losing too. But it wasn't weekly. It wasn't $100,000 a game. I think it's a completely different issue separate from the Brian Flores accusation. Here's the thing. You look at the context of what they was asking him. You look at what Hugh Jackson... He was saying he was talking from to I call, I call legalese. He had to make sure he covered himself because he can't directly say I was paid for tanking. He can't say that. So he couldn't say we're well, not paying for tanking. But look at some of the little underlying stuff. He said, I went to NFL and asked him about this. So if yeah, nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with that, why would he go to I, the I NFL and, and say something about it? So there was something wrong there. Two, he said. We were losing and I'm getting paid. So what was the bonus check? What was the bonus check for then? You saying it was a bonus check, but what was the bonus check for? And why would he have a you know what I'm saying? It was a it was a performance check or a bonus check. Why was he getting a bonus check? And he specifically said we were losing, losing and yeah. I'm getting paid. Yeah, it, it you know it, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I'm not saying that his his state isn't valid or that he he doesn't have a case. I'm saying it's going to be more hard to prove his case than it is with Flores. That's, that's not even my point. My point okay. is that my point is that he look at the context of why they brought Hugh Jackson on, and no. then listen to what Hugh Jackson started to say and did not say. And you can see he was applying. Yeah, I understand what Brian's talking about. I can't directly say that because he can't. Yeah. However. This A, B, and C happened. So you gotta look at it from a, a from a legal standpoint and look at what you know, some things he can't say because he had to cover himself for, for legality. legally. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we he he's basically saying the Browns put me in a position where I couldn't win. They say they had this four-year plan, but I'm looking yeah. at what they had. There's no way I could have won. Then he kept saying, as a coach, you come in to win, not to lose games. And yeah, then yeah. when they got to a certain point, if I'm part of this, this place that you're saying, this, we're going we gonna to lose, 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 and then eventually win, why they fire him? Yeah. 
And, and, and males, no, no, I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying. I see the similarities. I'm mm -hmm. saying his case is just going to be harder to prove racism when it is with Flores. That's all I'm right. saying. Right. And that's, that's I don't think Hugh Jackson's is about race. I think it's well, see, about. Take race out of it. Y'all keep, keep saying race, and I'm kind of telling you, forget about that. We can't prove that. There's no way we can prove that based it's on the information and the morality of it, right? Yeah, yeah, we can't even like, prove here's that. The thing. If the NFL mm -hmm. knew about it, and then and, and Hugh went to the NFL, that's what um, Matt was saying too. And here, here's here's the PR reply, right? Mm -hmm. As long as if, as long as it's not an agreement before a game to mm -hmm. lose, there's there's no tank, there, there's nothing. If it's a year end bonus performance, NFL was probably like. They, it's their team. They can give you a bonus for whatever the hell they want. But that that's on them. That's their money. As yeah. long as it's not a handshake mm -hmm. agreement before a game to lose, there's nothing they could do about it. There's nothing no one could do about that. It, right? I you can give out a bonus. If, if you get right. five catches, you get a bonus, mm -hmm. right? Right. You know, if, if you, you know, Gronk goes in and, and gets his bonus at the, at the mm -hmm. end. Brady plays one extra drive to get Bron right. Gronk his bonus. So... As long as it's not agreed upon to lose this game, I don't think there's any legal action in Hugh Jackson's case. Right. Or I don't, did he file a lawsuit? No. No. He didn't no. file a lawsuit. Payment, right? They kind of brought there him all to kind of speak. Today, though, it involves your guys, Mel. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. The Steelers defensive back coach, God forgive me, I'm forgetting his name. It's, it's, it's not mm -hmm. a well-known coach. Uh, he accused the NFL. He got a lawyer. He's suing the, uh, the Lions. Their mm -hmm. 2018 opening after they that's after they fired Colwell, right? They brought in uh, oh, Patricia, Matt Patricia. Mm -hmm. uh, he filed the uh, lawsuit against them, saying that he felt like his his interview was a sham, and that it was just to secure the Rooney Rule. What did Mel say? I don't like the Rooney Rule because it's it, you should be, and I I get it. I speak from a different area than you guys, so mm -hmm. I know Mel. We touched on this a little bit the other day. It's you don't get genuine, oh, authentic wow. people when you are just trying to make sure you don't get fined or draft picks taken. Mm -hmm. Like it, it takes, and it's a shame. I'll say it again: it's a shame that every owner is not like Woody Johnson. Mm -hmm. It's a shame that minority coaches cannot go into an interview knowing that they had not not all of them. I'm not, I'm not painting with a broad brush. Right, right, right. Some minority coaches go into an interview knowing that it's just a secure rule. It's that's. That's awful. It's heartbreaking too, because you work your whole fucking life to get that opportunity, right? And that's your end game goal, and then you're used as a pawn to secure a rule, and, and not not based on qualifications. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's you think in this fucking day and era, this shit would be over, and it's not. In, well, that's a, because a, a sports parallels reality. That's because. And that's where you get the systemic and systematic yeah, racism. I'm awful, and so are the Jets. When, when a system, <laughs> when a system is already messed up from the get go, you know it, you're gonna keep getting this over and over again because you're just working within that system that started off wrong from the first place. Hey, I, I gotta speak on on Shy Khan, who's a minority owner. I gotta speak mm -hmm. on Ziggy Wolf, who's a minority owner in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. they, they, I haven't seen their progression like Woody Johnson. I mean, I I, I got to throw it out there. Play, I got to play devil's advocate. This is what mm -hmm. we do. We, we keep it 100 on the show. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is Ziggy Wolf minority owner? Shaq Khan minority owner? Well, Ziggy Wolf, what is, what is he? 
Uh, I can't remember for a fact, but but uh, he, he rich. Uh, he, <laughs> besides rich, yeah, besides rich, um, I, I don't know what a hundred percent of his ethnicity, but he he is considered a minority. Yeah, really, okay, yeah. Um, it's it's <sighs> this this shit is 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 he, crazy. See, see, okay. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole no, because no, I, I, there's I, I, other other issues why you don't see that with certain cultures too. But but come on, enough with the with the uh, you know inspired to change stuff and 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 the, I'm with you on it. I'm with you on it. I'm but I'm merchandise sales man. That's all that matters. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'm the other look, day. Green's the only color that matters to a lot of these guys. Yeah. Maybe I'm maybe I'm looking too deep into it. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm just I got just a certain expectation of if you're you're quote unquote part of this inspired change movement and the two minority owners you got in the NFL pretty much are not adhering to the action part of it neither. That that kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. And you know? then they part of that group of owners, they might be in there and say, Look, you, you do something, you do something, we 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 getting rid of you. You know what I'm saying? As we're gonna, way, we're gonna find a way to make you sell your team. The owner got the power. You don't know how you know we 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 on the outside looking in. But if all 31 teams gang up on one team, they can probably find a way to take that team from you. Yeah, yeah. You know? I didn't think of it that way. You, you got And he might say, I'm trying to protect my, my investment. Yeah. My investment, my interest. There's only one of me against 31 other people. So okay. And I'm not. That's Mark, not me excusing him. That's night? not me excusing him. Did you see the the uh, the show we did on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I jumped in on. Uh, I I probably missed. Yeah, he uh, jumped in. Big, but I, uh, I think did I you see like the last. I episode. had a suggestion. Yeah, go ahead. And it's the only way that I could think about how do you legitimately, how do you make sure the process is legitimate? Mm-hmm. The NFL for concussions has an independent doctor who wears the red hat on the sideline to monitor right. concussions. Right. Right. So you're protecting the player and the and the investment and and you're protecting the teams from themselves so you have an independent outsourced protect the teams for, from from legal reasons <laughs> yes yeah uh but you're also protecting the player too right like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or that somebody's not misdiagnosed by someone unqualified to go back in which happened for a lot of years mm-hmm. my idea that we kind of came up with as the show was going on was every nfl team has a former player a former front office guy, a mm-hmm. minority, who is in on the hiring process. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's not someone like Ryan Clark for Pittsburgh Steelers, right. Ray Lewis for the Ravens, mm-hmm. Dion for Dallas. Mm-hmm. Someone who is in on the process to make sure it's legit. Someone who's not afraid to speak up. And now they work for the front office. They don't work for the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you you, you take players and, and, and former executives and you put them in on the process to make sure each candidate is given a thorough, fair chance. I actually like that. It's fucking brilliant. We need because because you got thirty-two <laughs> minority <laughs> representatives. Well, because you, you have 30... a minority in on the process, you have someone who, like Ray Lewis is not afraid to be vocal. We know yeah. that. You know, like I, I don't know how else you can make sure the process is legit. I actually, I actually think that that I think that's not a bad idea, Nick, because you you, you got you got the representation. It's the independent doctor, right? It, yeah. Somebody's sitting there to oversee the process to make sure 
everyone is treated fairly. And 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 you you actually start taking action and and actually putting some substance to the actual problem yeah. that the are you asking had. this guy different questions than that guy are you asking more difficult questions to eliminate that guy mm-hmm. you know what i mean are there little tricks to the trade that are going on that help you eliminate a minority coach or you don't put in the same effort or you don't put in the same passion or interest or someone no shows that interview with the minority candidate mm-hmm. you know all that shit could be signs of not giving a fair chance and, and just going through the motions. Yeah. So without someone overseeing the process, there's no way we can ever say, there's no way we'll ever have a clear picture as the public, but there's no way the NFL, the, the league offices will ever know unless there's somebody in on it reporting. Cause you have absolutely, we have, obviously us, the public have no idea what's going on in those interviews in those meetings. Right. Right. And so I actually no, we like wait for idea. the tweet of we've completed our interview with so and so for GM. <laughs> completed our league. Um, um, another topic that I want to uh, speak on uh, that Brian Flores had had uh, brought the light. What's up with the Denver Broncos, man? Like, how unprofessional is you literally coming in? Uh, one of your uh, interviewers was coming in an hour late, you know, and and I, I, I'm not. He didn't. Today, the Elway yeah, tweeted and checked their notes. It. They said the interview started on time at seven o'clock. It was a three and a half hour interview. Wow, we traveled the night before. We got in, had three and a half I hours like of sleep. The team must be trained. And yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that's that's because um the um job that you have. That's why you said that. He said, "Whosoever oversees the process has um okay. not to be affiliated with the team and must be trained um as a equal quality professional." Equal opportunity of professional. Okay. I mean, look, it, it, obviously, Elway and them, they're going to deny the allegations. You but know, here's my thing, though. You know, Lamar, I, I ain't mean cut you off. Here's my thing. Yeah, go ahead. That's bullshit. Because that's something that could be easily proven. So why would I make up something like that? That's something that could be easily proven. Easily proven. Oh, oh, yeah, if, if there's a flight log of them landing yeah. at 30 in the morning. You can prove that. So for me... For me to pull something like a lie like that out of the sky, that that's BS, man. What, what is the Broncos gonna say? Oh, uh, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Of course, it doesn't deny it. I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying the whole process was unprofessional from the Broncos side. Whether it was a flight, whether it was drunk, it, to me, my thing is when you know that you right, have a, when you know that you have an interview set up, it's professional to be prepared for it mm-hmm. and be there on time. Mm-hmm. Whether you are the interviewer or you the interviewee, that's just that's just to me that's pure hundred percent professionalism. Right, and, I like what Mel said to, too. And you're supposed to be a professional franchise, right? And be right. Professionals in this situation. If you know that you have an interview set up with a person for your head coaching position at eight o'clock a.m., mm-hmm. I'm making sure that I'm in uh, the vicinity of where I need to be. Right. I, I'm, I'm making sure that I'm not, you know. Uh, uh, in a bad state of mind, whether it's mm-hmm. alcohol, or whatever, and if you do what you do, what you do is is whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody saying you can't drink. Yeah, but I'm making sure that I'm going in there coherent and, right. and professional. To me, that's that's a more of a. It's look just like he's going on an interview the day before. We ain't going out. You ain't about to go out the night before and just get hammered and then get up and go to an interview. You know, smelling like 
alcohol and looking like he just got just got up out the bed and we I mean, came out the club and came to an interview. Yeah. You know, he's not gonna do that. Now if he still, wants a job. Still smell like titty residue from right, the you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Glitter on your hey. face. <laughs> I know when I smell pussy. I know when I smell pussy. Chris Rock. The other day I quoted Chappelle. Today I'm gonna quote Chris Rock. Uh I'm not saying I do it, but I understand. (laughs) I like Mel's point though. Mel said the interview can start. uh, Interview starting on time is a slick comment. It can start on time. Also have people show up late. That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But to what they're saying is that. Smell my finger. <laughs> he said, uh, Tim said, he's, uh, he said, I think I smell alcohol and they look like they were hungover. But go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. What, you, what was you saying, um, Nick? I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, Mel was saying, yeah, you, you, it could start on time, but there's the, the Broncos are saying that they traveled the night before because they had an interview with the other coach, I think in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think it was that they said. And and then they flew back late night and got in. Like if if they're out flying and they don't get home till two three o'clock in the morning and and they show up a little bit late for the interview, but other people are there in the process, mm-hmm. that's because those are the top guys going through the process. And right. You could say okay. it's poor planning to yeah. to have that interview across the country, uh-huh. and then try to make it back the next day. <laughs> right. So I mean, Nick, there's it's a lot of things moving. I I, I ran a business before. Here's my thing. If I have an interview, a special panel interview, you come into my interview, I'm there on time. I say, hey, uh, you know, Mr. Shine, we're going to go ahead and start on time. We have some other people coming in, you know, because of other, other obligations. Whatever I may say, but we're going to go ahead and start on time. They should be coming in. Don't let that disturb you. That's professional. You yeah. letting the, You letting the guy know they're coming in late because of something else. It has nothing to do with us not. No, not caring about you. And yeah. that's that's respectful. That's professional. So, but we don't know we, if that was said or not, right? Like, unless well, we if it was, if it was, then I would mention that in my statement. Yeah. And Flores would have should have mentioned that in his statement. That's why I don't think it was said. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can tell the difference between you being hungover and tired. That's a whole difference. It's a big no, difference. Can't. It's a difference. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Oh, maybe not you. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah. private fights are full of alcohol and coke and coochie. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't see without the reading glasses, can't. so I thought it said cocaine. And I'm like, I'm going to work with them. But like, damn, was that Jerry Jones playing? Be best defense. <laughs> he said the fights can't be their best defense. <laughs> yeah, you got private jets. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, okay, I don't know about the is it is it is it normal right. for them to go to the right. people? I don't know if the people right. supposed to kind of deal. If well, the coach that they were interviewing, I believe, was on a playoff run, and this okay. is pre-COVID. Okay, so yes, there would be maybe the coach okay. can't get away, so they went to the coach. Okay, okay, but but either way, majority of these team owners got private jets, and so you're gonna fly with probably the owner, GM, and the coach, mm-hmm. or or whoever, to, or mm-hmm. uh, or or. Uh, or operations of uh, president of operations. Um, you know, you're going to have your three pretty much big heads on who's coming these interviews. Well, that's what I'm saying. It is like, like my, it, and that's what I'm saying. It goes to pure professionalism because you can't, and, and you can't tell me that you don't know that you have a interview set up at a certain time with a candidate and you just, just forget all about it. Yeah. And, and so, just, and so it's, it's, it's unprofessional 
at, at best. You know, or disrespectful. One of the two. It's, it's no in between to me. Because professional people know, I was, like I said before, I'm going to state and let the guy know what's going on so he'll know. Because, I mean, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm doing an interview and you got people dragging in late and then they look like they've been drinking, I'm like, oh, dang, they ain't got no respect for me. Yeah. You know, I'm going to feel some kind of way. So, and uh-huh. me as a person, you should know that. I, I would say this, I would let them know, hey, this is what happened. This, it's not because of you, it's because of this. So, whatever. What's the matter? Yeah, what happened now? I'm watching the fucking NFL Network, and it's mm-hmm. the Patriots and the Eagles Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And I'm watching it all fucking excited, thinking it's the one that Nick Foles won, and I just realized it's the one that Donovan McNabb lost. So I was, like, waiting to watch, like, the fucking <laughs> oh. Patriots crumble. And then I, I see McNabb, of course. I'm like, mother. <laughs> I saw the disappointment in my face. <laughs> oh, great. Now I put on the MLB network, and it's when Schilling beats the Yankees and I won. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> the bloody stockings? The bloody stockings? Bl- Blake A. Uh, no, a. That, was, that was with the Red Sox. This is the uh, Diamondbacks. Oh, the Diamondback one. Okay. Uh, with the big unit. Yeah. But Kurt Schilling doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. He's not one of the best postseason pitchers ever. Suck. Hey, well, 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 let's speak on it because uh, we haven't been together to actually talk about that Hall of Fame uh, situation. Um, David Ortiz is the only one. He was the only one voted in yeah. to go to the Hall of Fame. And what's that tell you? Oh, it, you're gonna be a fucking cheater. Be a nice, likable guy. Right. The same reason yes. that the ESPN um, rankings just came out, and Derek Jeter, who I love, is mm-hmm. above Albert Pujols. It's because the fucking whenever you let fucking people vote on anything, you don't get you get favoritism. Right. Right. You right. get the likable guy. Oh, I got to vote for this guy. I liked him. Mm-hmm. In what world is Derek Jeter better than Albert Pujols? Albert Pujols is the greatest right hitter, better right handed hitter we've ever seen. <laughs> hey, hey, hey I'm the number right. two. Oh, look, Albert Pujols is the greatest right handed oh, hitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no, no, this I'm not blowing yeah. smoke statistically. He is the mm-hmm. greatest. You can argue A Rod, but. His 10-year run in yeah. St. Louis is the greatest fucking run ever for a right. Yeah. And you know what's yeah. crazy? He's still he's still being productive, even used on a limited time on the yeah. teams he's been like jumping on. See, on the on the Dodgers, he was um yeah, productive. Yeah. Hey, but I feel you, Matt. Fuck Ortiz in, in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I like David Ortiz. I, I can't say that. It's just fuck <laughs> voting for him and keeping the other guys out. Not Hank Aaron. No, no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Here, the but baseball modern, Hall of Fame. Recent is, time. We'll say recent time, then. Yeah. I they probably had the better career because they played longer. But if you look at the, the years that Pujols had with average mm-hmm. RBIs, home runs, that blows Aaron out of the water. It, my thing is, is here. You, you, well, maybe not home runs because uh, uh, only guy that has more. No, home but runs. you look at how long Aaron played. I think he played 24 seasons. Hank Aaron is the home runs as what Pete Rose is the hits. Mm-hmm. They were never really leading the league in hits and batting average. They just played so many years at a consistent level of being yeah. a top 10 guy that it added up to astronomical numbers. I mean, that, that, won't that speak to their greatness, though? Yes, but yeah, you're, they, not, they, you're not okay. leading the league in, in average RBIs, runs, home runs. Pujols, that 10-year run, nobody can match that. I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I guess I guess my bigger point would be if you can keep something up like that, a steady um, 
you know, career like that over the longevity. I think that speaks to a um, yeah, it a great career. I don't want to use the word compiler because they're too great to use the word compiler. Mm-hmm. But your no, I think the best your numbers are going to be astronomical if you play over twenty something years and oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. are at the top of your game mm-hmm. for that long a period of time. Some guys. Don Mattingly, unfortunately, only had like right. a five-year run. That's why he never got the votes. But that mm-hmm. five years Don Mattingly had were fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. Don Mattingly played 24 years. Mm-hmm. He hold every record. Right. So injuries come into place, you know. But, yeah. To now, me, going to uh, – go ahead, go ahead, Lamar. I like about you know what I'm saying? Thing. We, we got to speak on the whole baseball writers determining who is Hall of Fame or not just because of likability. That's all my, based on. Because here's my thing. If you're going to pick and choose who you want to put in the Hall of Fame during the steroid era, you either let them all in that were great or you leave them all out. Is is one or the other. It's not mm-hmm. separate it's like a Cooperstown. Create a separate wing in Cooperstown. No, oh, no okay. I, I don't like that because you're because separating. Because the, the, the era took place. They never fucking broke rules of baseball because baseball turned a blind chink to it. So who yeah. the fuck are these writers, the little fucking tiny Tim Kirkins I make fun of all? I can't say anything. It's not worth knowing. But you fucking bitch and, and whine about these guys, but they made you money because yeah. when that fucking baseball surge came back and the Yankees mm-hmm. in 98 and McGuire Sosa's home run, everybody was clicking baseball articles. Everyone mm-hmm. was fucking getting newspapers. Everyone right. was buying the baseball magazines. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted a part of that moment in history. And this is right before the internet really took off. Right. So baseball writers were making more money off of that resurgence of the sport. So now to turn Martinez, a button and say, fuck you to them. Report. Yeah, I, I, I remember that, Matt. The report was never supposed to be publicly released. It was right. supposed to be private. Certain names got leaked. Certain people mm-hmm. got vilified. Other people, another word was never spoken about. Mm-hmm. Ortiz is one of them. Like, how do you let Ortiz in, but you're not going to let Manny in? Yeah, you're not going to vote not- for Manny, but you're voting for Ortiz. They're on the same fucking report, right? Yeah, but Ortiz is the likable, likeable laughable. Guy. Yeah. So, hey, Roger, Clemens. I always said you should never have people who are not playing the sport vote for it. Man, Writers are not credible people. They are 100%. agenda driven. They will only vote for the guys who give them the interview or the mm-hmm. exclusive or the extra time. You're seeing that with Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Clemens was an asshole to the media. Right. Schilling's an asshole to the media. They probably some of them, not all of them, probably take his political beliefs and fucking hold that against them. Right. Yeah. Uh, who, Barry who Bonds. Who left out? Barry uh, Bonds. Bonds. Bonds was uh, not likable. Right. He was a great player. He's one of the greatest players of all time, if not the greatest player of all time. He was yeah. great before the steroids. He was the player of the decade. Right. He before was the player the of the decade before he bulked up. So it's like. But he saw the McGuire and Sosa, and he's like, you know what? Yeah. They're going to fucking make a shit ton of money. Why right. can't I? I'm a better player than these guys. What, what do you say? Um. Not that it helps, <laughs> but Bonds and Clemens were a Hall of Fame worthy prior. Yeah, that's exactly what I was yeah. saying. You can't I mean, tell the story of baseball without those two. Especially you Roger Clemens, man. You Roger cannot Clemens tell the story dominating. of baseball. It's it, 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 Dwight Gooden came in in the mid-'80s and mm-hmm. took over their conferences or their leagues right. and were top dogs rookie season. Right. Some of the greatest – Dwight had like 353 strikeouts in his rookie or second season. Mm-hmm. Uh, or 283, I think it was. Uh 
forgive me if the number's off. But they came in and they took over the game. Right. Dwight obviously had his own personal issues that prevented his career from being on. But oh, the Gooden. length the Clement pitched, the, the the five or six Cy Young awards, mm. come on, man. You can't tell me that guy's not a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. But it, it just says that the Hall of Fame's a sham. Oh, I mean, it's a most shame. Of these... if you don't have the best players in the Hall of Fame and you got to wait for the 10 years of voting and you don't make it and you're that all time elite. I hope to God the Veterans Committee just puts them in unanimous and says, We, we apologize for. And I hope they fucking attack the writers because they got nothing to lose at that point if you're on the Veterans Committee, right? Right. And you just say, It's a sham. It's an injustice. It's a crime to baseball that these players were not put in and we had to do it after a decade of poor selection with voting. But it, 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 shoot them in the face. It, 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 <laughs> it, it speaks. Even, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shining <laughs> express. Oh, no. But it's not a gun. Here we, here we go. <laughs> jail. No, 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 I'm no. He's no, in the face. He's not, he, not, not bullet. I'll ski, ski, motherfucker. Yeah. Facebook, he was talking about skeeting. <laughs> but it speaks to just the overall. No, you don't uh, get blocked for that. <laughs> but it, it speaks to the overall uh, uh, just uh, idiotic ways that the Major League Baseball goes about running their business. Right. I mean, they're in the midst of a lockout, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's not even going to end anytime soon. I hope it lasts three years, the entire length of the Max Scherzer deal, and he never gets the pitch for the Max. <laughs> that would be fucking. And then he retires. <laughs> the amount that they skied speed on their own tummies after they signed a Max Scherzer, <laughs> and now a three-year lockout. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be good. Just, hey. just what, this is what the Mets. Hey. Um, <laughs> just for the hey. Mets, they Mets always find a way. Oh, it's the Mets, man. You talking about the Mets? <laughs> always find, always find a way. I mean, you're talking about the Mets. I mean, it, it the Mets have a billion-dollar payroll and still not win, Bruh. It. <sighs> That makes that, 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 that like 280. Yeah, they got one of the highest payrolls in the league. Like, like they're up there with the Dodgers. And, and if this Yankees, guy learned man. anything from the Yankees, it's that having the highest payroll don't guarantee the highest amount of wins. Right. You put that money into your farm system, you put that money into your, your minor league coaches, you put that into your scouting departments. Mm-hmm. Just trying to buy a championship doesn't work. There's too many moving parts. Yeah, but it looks like we probably won't get no baseball no time soon, man. This lockout is getting uh, is is starting to uh, lengthen oh. in, in time. Catchers usually report uh, in the teens of February, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then everyone else reports like in the early twenties. Yeah, because uh, so they're going to miss that. starting up they're a couple months. At a back start date. Yeah, but I, I'm irritated by that because I'm supposed to be in Kansas City in in, in uh, April for Easter, and I wanted to take my girls to a baseball game, and now I got I got to readjust yeah, go those minor leagues. Watch the, watch the high school bas- uh, baseball game. <laughs> I got to bring this up real quick. I, I know uh, this might be off topic. How funny is it that was Chip Kelly is the one who went to LSU? Yeah. Or Brian yeah, yeah. Kelly. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Yeah. Uh, how funny Keep is it this stupid video he did with the LSU player? Uh-huh. Chose Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they, I know it's off topic, but you you just kind of brought, brought this back to my, my, my mental. Um, it's funny with Harbaugh going back to Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we, we seen his trend. He'll he'll go to a program, kind of get it on the up and up, and then he'll hit his glass ceiling and then move on to the next place and so on and so forth. 
Uh, with him going back to Michigan, this is what I was surprised that he went back. Yeah. Is because he kind of slightly broke his trend of getting a, a, a program yeah. to the up and up, hit the glass ceiling, and and he stayed. That's why I'm shocked because, look, beating Ohio State was probably the best thing he did this past since year. He's been there. Since he's been there. <laughs> since he's been there. And and I saw the recruiting class. He's not even in the top ten. He's like around fifteenth and sixteenth. Mm-hmm. And he's. He's going to get good players, but when you're not in top five, good luck trying to trying to trying to be one of those programs. You're that's going to be team, right? Yeah, you're yeah. middle of the pack. You're not team. good enough to beat Ohio State if you're getting fifteenth right. to twentieth recruiting classes. Not at all, because Ohio State is consistently in the top five. Consistently, even after all the chaos, even after yes. Urban Meyer and and how mm-hmm. he left. Brian Day's been doing phenomenal. I think they're Michigan might be behind Rutgers. I know at one point I'm going like early last year or, or, or mid like early summer. Uh, Rutgers was number nine in in their recruiting class. I don't know where they are now and how it's changed with National I, Signing Day and all that. Last time I saw it, they were like 15, 16th, 17th in there. So don't right hundred percent on it. Um, um, but yeah, like, that's another thing that's to be a slight against I, them, too. I don't oh, see yeah. that being a big issue, though. Matt just commented for those who didn't see it that uh, <laughs> people are knocking Harbaugh for being in the Minnesota interview the day of National Signing Day. All your work is done by signing day, like those are kids making announcements, yeah. Like, but those you're kids not want to see it, they, 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 they want to see the guy. I mean, it's, it's like one of those things that's a uh, unwritten rule, they want to see the coach there. Yeah, but most of those kids are making their signing announcement at their high schools. No, no, but, like, but I think there's I, a couple but, kids locally. A kid from the town here just signed on to play Villanova. He makes that announcement without a coach. Like his high school coaches are with him, his family's with him. Mm-hmm. You know, four or five kids locally who who I know had all their signing photos. They're not at the school they're going to because that process is over with. Mm-hmm. This yeah, yeah. is decision day. Yeah, yeah, but but it, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, man. But I think what 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 needs to get spoken to is that if I'm a highly touted recruit and you are you in my mama's house eating her food, uh, drinking, you. drinking, he, drink, drinking, yeah, eating her chicken, eating a dollar collard greens, <laughs> you know, you, you no, I, I'm saying you you didn't got the full Wallace experience at the right, and and. Now I got to hear in a media that you're interviewing for an NFL I got job. You, right, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'm hey. thinking his work part, do doing the job, not the effect it might have with. It's with like, kids. dang, I just signed oh, on. And you about to go to Minnesota? Yeah, it, 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 I mean, good for him that he he's going back. Well, good I want for my the players. feedback. <laughs> no, good, <laughs> good, good, good for the good for the players that they're getting the coach that they intended to play for. Right. But I'm saying it's like that leaves a, that it has to leave a little seed of doubt in your mind. Like, bro, this dude liable to just up up and leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. it's. It, I mean, let, let's let's like Lincoln Ryan. Mm-hmm. He was getting paid well at Oklahoma. He just got a bigger check in USC. Right. Now, now you see Caleb Williams, who entered the transfer portal, and I and as expected, he's going to USC now, and right. and and because he is intended to play for that coach that's set in his mama's couch. Did you see the uh, in his house and in, in, in the recruiting? Eating her mac and cheese. 
did you see the tweet that was like, all right, so the final trade breakdown, Oklahoma gets the like coach and players. Oklahoma gets these guys. USC gets these guys. <laughs> like they broke down the three schools involved with like mm-hmm. player swap. And, and it was like, okay, here's the final, the final trade breakdown. <laughs> hey, but, but I mean, it, it was expected once like once Lincoln Riley got that job at USC, I think it was a no brainer that Caleb Williams was going to follow him out there. Right. Right. Because he sees Lincoln Riley as that as that coach that's going to be help give him that golden ticket to the NFL, and 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 is you're going to see this. And uh, Lane Kiffin had had a had an interesting comment um, mm-hmm. he, about the uh, the name, image, and likeness thing. Uh, he's pretty much saying that these recruits are going to go to whatever the highest NIL contract is at, and he's like, it's going to make a, a a frenzy. But my thing, I look at Lane Kiffin, I'm like. Ain't you want to mess with them college girls? No, 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 no. That's Les Miles. That's Les Miles. What? Okay. Yeah. What did you but, say? What did Miles ask? <laughs> messing, no, he's messing with them college girls. No, that was Les Miles. Like, come on up to my coach's office, girl. What is that? Colored girls. Forget it. I thought he said oh. colored girls. I'm like, well, oh, what? He might, be, he might be messing with colored girls, too. I don't know. No, no I'm just, I, I didn't. I don't know what Les like, man. I don't know what Les like. You know what I didn't see the video. Like hams. I, 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 hey, I, hey, I hey, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, this actually you can tell a man's type. Why don't you look at his search history on Pornhub and then tell right. you all what he likes? But <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, uh, uh your mind but, would freak you out. It's like one legged. <laughs> My key's too sticky, I can't search no more. <laughs> When I do this, uh, that means just, that's just me using the midget as a tool. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, mama. This is good. Oh, before control. you're talking about meals, like if Coach Harbaugh's in your house and like you're like chicken, collard greens, and I'm like my house meatloaf, mashed potatoes. <laughs> hey, I love some meatloaf, man. I make a good bacon wrap. Bow-legged midgets. <laughs> Damn it, Matt! Stop! Stop joining the That's because you can shoot them. <laughs> like a you ain't got to worry about spreading. Now we're spreading. Grab them by the little fucking coin toes and pull them back. <laughs> I'll take two at a time, please. Are y'all done yet? Yeah, I'm sorry. Are y'all well, two done only yet? equals. Two make one. Two, yeah, two only equals. Two I was about to say, two one. equals one. So is, is, that really a, is that really a twosome? Or is that a onesome? I'm just asking. Onesome? <laughs> it's called a selfie. A selfie. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, stop joining this damn foolery, bro. Stop, 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 stop. Look, but no. Lane Kiffin, he comes off as, you know, you didn't already done this whole dog and pony show where you jump from job to job and throwing money. But Lane Kiffin, he's fucking dope on the recruiting videos, man. He'll do whatever you want to do. Lane Kiffin will let you dunk on him in your driveway if you're like, yo, let me dunk on you and I'll I'll, I'll consider your school. He's like, (laughs) I. (laughs) Wait. Not with the mouth wide open. Right, too, saying, he, oh, he's, waiting, he's waiting for the nuts. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes. Hey, whatever but, it takes. Hey, but but I'm I'm tired of these college coaches talking about the NIL like it's such a huge problem when they do it every year. Every year. These college coaches will will jump ship from program to program chasing the bigger bag. Yeah. The yep. bigger money yep. year in and year out. Because they can control this. the player. Right. Now you're losing they control. They yeah. mad about that. Like they mad USC, about that. Los mm-hmm. Angeles 
will fucking thrive and get players now. Because if you're a star in L.A., college, imagine what Reggie Bush would have got. He probably would have made less than he made in college. But (laughs) 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 But now you're looking at marketing. Like, to me, I think Rutgers can be huge in this in a few years because New York doesn't have a football team. Rutgers mm-hmm. can be the New York football market. We've, I think we've said before, Syracuse is the only thing close. Right. And Syracuse programming. That's upstate New York. That. That's basically fucking yeah. Southern Canada. Oh, that's yeah. not even part of New York <laughs> City. But they'll air their game. NYU don't have a team? To do what? NYU don't have a team? NYU? Yeah, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, nah, they, they're, they're, too, they're too smart for football. They got a debate team. That, that's got a debate team? Pogate <laughs> <Pro> State? <laughs> No, I, I, it just. But that it, money that can be made in the bigger markets, you yeah. know, Alabama is different. They're 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 an entity. They're not even a school. They're an entity. Right. Uh, you know, you, you saw Bryce Young in the Midwest in might fucking suffer because they might not be able to have those. Who that? What you say? The smaller, but businesses. Well, I think I think with the with social media and everything, I think even at the smaller schools, you can make some money. Oh, you can make money, but you're not making millions. Yeah, you might not be making millions, but you now, can make... Oregon is going to be the only school that break that mold. Well, they got Nike cause... there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, wait, can have a, you can have a college player with his own sneaker deal if it's right. big enough. Right. But 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 I think what you're saying, Nick, and forgive me if I'm putting words in your mouth, like these Iowa State, Iowa schools, you, you know, um, some of your Midwestern schools that maybe Wisconsin, maybe your NIL is not going to be like that and and it, it, you're probably hopeful to even get the nil contract mm-hmm. but if, if 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 these players are you know going the coaches route and following the bag you know a my nil ain't gonna be looking so hot sitting in madison wisconsin you know i, I could probably get an nil from you know north face because you know it's cody shit well, up they get a fucking cornbread <laughs> <laughs> Cornbread, steak eating motherfuckers from the Midwest, man. You get a good cheese contract. Yeah, yeah. But 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 imagine your name on the side of a cheese head. But imagine compared to what what you're gonna get from you know uh, uh, being a USC Trojan. What kind of nil deal you could possibly get in that big market like that? You can you can actually. I don't think anybody takes Princeton for. I know they have a team for football, but nobody wants Princeton. Yeah, basketball is different. Yeah, on yeah. a football topic, yeah, you can't look at Princeton and, and think that they'd ever. No one's going to Princeton to make money as an athlete, right? Is what I'm no. saying. Like, <laughs> you're you're going to Princeton because you fucking got <laughs> Matt. Just name his shit, Mama. Just Mama. I would say that's case. And Colgate, Mel's too. favorite university, Ryder. Ryder. <laughs> Ryder Howard University. Ryder. Hard University. <laughs> They're literally the school of hard knocks. <laughs> hey, boys. I can't with y'all. And the school that ML apply to against your will university. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh Hey, can we, do, you. can we do a commercial or is it too late? Yeah, I'm going to Quailu you. <laughs> go, go to commercial, man. Go to commercial. Go fucking commercial right now. Go to fucking commercial. Go. Push the damn button, man. Push the
the motherfucking button now. Oh, how did that? This is Detroit Mail with IOW Sports, asking you to tune in to our live show streaming on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube every Monday at 4 p.m. and every Thursday at 5 p.m. Join me and Wildcard Mom and the big homie Nick Shine on the IOW Network. And don't forget to like and subscribe our channel and call and rep your team. Here. I, we just have another sponsor now. Uh, we're going to take a break to talk to the uh, representatives of Quaalude U. We here at Quaalude U believe in the most ninja-like skills. <laughs> like, bring it the mascot. Hey, Bill, come here. <laughs> Our founding father, Bill Cosby. We teach you the art of sleeping pills in a drink. Yo, this this is not what we're going to do today. This is not what we're going to do. Oh, uh, my glass is just water, bro. <laughs> this is my fourth um, glass of water. I would be passed out incoherent every, if there was hey, anything else. Hey, Quaylu, you every glass is an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, what were we talking about? I, I I can't I can't with you, with, with y'all two today. Hey, <laughs> hey y'all in another level today. Y'all are on another fucking level today, man. I I I can't like the y'all are being absolutely ridiculous. But um, I and we are back. <laughs> I hey, did we ever talk about Josh McDaniels getting hired as, as Raiders coach? Yeah, that's garbage. I don't think we did. But go ahead. We brought it up late on like the late night show, right? But like it's like two minutes left. How do y'all really feel about that? Nah, I usually wait till midnight till I start acting a damn fool. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, look what he did at Denver. It wasn't that impressive at Denver. So what's what's to say he gonna do better yeah, in, at in Tebow? Oh wait, drafted Tebow. No, no, no. Remember, no, remember he traded away Jay Cutler. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Jay Cutler was. Was the best of the best. That's not the GM. He the front office. Elway was making those moves. Elway was the GM. Yeah, but uh, I was listening to Cutler's podcast, and he revealed that him and, and McDaniel's just weren't going to get along, and that was the reason why. So uh, uh, that's why you saw McDaniel's stay, and then Jay Cutler got shipped to Chicago. You, um, uh, the thing McDaniel's did address is that maybe he wasn't the best person running an organization at the time yeah. and listen this this is life is all about personal growth right mm -hmm. and and the only person you gotta outdo every day is you from yesterday right so if he coached and and, and admits his flaws and reassesses himself reassesses himself mm -hmm. and what he can do better to run an organization mm -hmm. 
being himself, not trying to be BB. Um, but he didn't go anywhere. Here's my. Thing. I wouldn't have hired him. I wouldn't even have interviewed him for the way he did the Colts with accepting the job and leaving. And then bouncing. Yeah. Right. But to me, right. that's that's the red flag. Mm-hmm. And like, then he went back to the same situation. Me, how you gonna grow? Say again. Okay. Here, like, if you are in a toxic relationship, and I am you, with myself. Go on. Well, that, that happens. So. <laughs> You might need a quaalude. So, um, <laughs> and you know, you leave that such relationship, and then you go back to that relationship, and then yeah. someone someone comes along, say, "Hey, you know, uh, I really like you." Blah blah blah. I was getting to a relationship, but you went back to a toxic relationship. How are you gonna grow? You back in that same situation, that same environment. Through self assessment, you you can you look at what yourself. you've done in the past and. and <laughs> what I'm saying, but you're not. You don't have nowhere. You, you didn't take any time to reflect because you're back in that same situation. You're oh, back I'm in that sure same mode. You're back that. in that same thing. I'm sure he's put time into what could I have done better as a leader? <laughs> <laughs> a professional what? Because I'm waiting for the joke set up. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the punchline. Go ahead, Matt. Yes, Matt, I do. Go ahead. <laughs> But, but no, I I, I hear I, I hear what you're saying uh, on that, man, because he left New England, thought he was ready to be the head coach, mm-hmm. failed epically, and then he goes back to the same back situation to the that he just left. So right. is it? You already me, escaped. Yeah, it, it, it's like it's like literally, you know. Um, there's there's no there's to me. I don't think there's. It, anymore what else could he learn from bill that he didn't already know mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so where is the actual coaching growth in that when all you do is go back to your safe zone because right. because you left the nest it's not and, the and coaching then shit growth. got work let me clarify it's not the coaching growth it's the personal growth with how to manage how to deal with people how to how to mm, run okay. the organization how to be the head coach not the actual coaching football okay mm-hmm. but where's he uh, learn that from you could take leadership classes anywhere. You 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 can you can talk to people who who are retired coaches or currently coaching. Hey, mm-hmm. how did you handle this? I maybe didn't do this the right way the first time around. Can you help me evolve and grow as as a person, not as, mm-hmm. as the football X's and O's guy? Here's I think I more of his mistakes <clears throat> as a coach were behind the scenes dealing with people, like you said, the instance with Cutler. Mm-hmm. When when you mature as a person too, you're not gonna most people aren't going to get into those conflicts. They're going to find ways to make things right with, with, with their players. It's a day and era now where you got to gripe with a player or you get into a, a dispute with a player. It's going public before you yeah. even get home from the office. Mm-hmm. I don't so know. I, I just think I'm that little, maybe. I'm a little skeptical, skeptical about it because you went back to the same situation. So that didn't, that's not going to change. And then, yeah, you can take classes, but. I got a um a minor in counseling and mental health. I haven't practiced it. I haven't practiced it yet. I haven't put it into so I got all the theory. You scare me whenever you say I have a minor. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't pause when I said I kept flowing with it. So. <laughs> um, Little do we know that mental health is his closet. I have a minor look. in mental health. <laughs> My quaaludes are only for 21 and over. But anyway, so um 
If I have the a thoughts and views of Detroit Mel and Nick Shine, <laughs> express the views of those two motherfuckers of them only, I, not I, of I, IOW I, Network. He scares me when he says it. <laughs> oh no, I'm just covering my base before you say something outlandish, motherfucker. If you ever practice it and put it into work, it's just theory. I mean, I give you another example. We went to the academy. You know, we took, um, you know, combat and training and all that kind of stuff. You get in those streets. It's a whole different ball game than that theory that you learn in the classroom. Yeah. So my thing is, yeah, yeah he take all the times he, he wants. Apply it, right? It's so he, he should. I, I, for me personally, I think he should have went to another team. He can still be offensive coordinator and try to grow because now you're outside of that comfort zone and in a different comfort zone. You ain't in that same system, that same everything. You got to make it work. What did Matt say? <laughs> I like. Uh, I like my Miller Lite Southern Comfort. Watch this go weed. I in this and that like years and so. I'm Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> all right, I'll call you after the show. <laughs> I, I don't know what this hire is going to work. I mean, I, I mean just, he could surprise us. Yeah, he could surprise us. I mean, uh, his first order of business is to make sure he keeps dead card. Um, yeah, most definitely. Uh, if if he if he goes Christ. if he goes in there without dead card, I'm sitting here the whole time thinking he went back to Denver. I was about to comment on that. Thank you. <laughs> I just I was thinking about him in Denver, and then I'm like, oh, he's back in Denver. They can move up and get their quarterback. Like I'm ready to talk about it. Like, yeah. Oh shit, he didn't go back to Denver. <laughs> yeah, he's in L- uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. Hey, look, if if he goes back without dead card, I don't think he has any chance at all. It if only if he replaces their car with somebody of high nor, uh, notoriety like a Russell Wilson or or well, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know. Um, but yeah, he gets I mean, you to the playoffs. Yeah, he, 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 look, no, Derek Carr will get you to the playoffs. But and I think then, you, but you see, you see, there's other things. What's up, Jason? Um, there's other things. Up, Jason? There's other things that the Raiders need. Obviously, they need some help with uh, um, on the defensive side. Because right. you can you can have all the offense in the world if you can't stop nobody, it, you know you're gonna be in shootouts every damn week, right? And and this is gonna be his opportunity to show that all them times that he was being being the play caller, the offensive coordinator in New England, that he can actually be creative with his play calling and actually mm-hmm. call an offensive game. This right. is what we're gonna get the chance to see now. So I hope he brings Matt Patricia with him. Oh my God! Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Else feel did, that he hire, did he hire a staff yet or no? I, I don't think so. Announcement. No, I don't think so. Um, but 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 it, it wasn't just him that came from New England. Their, their new GM came from New England as well. Yeah. And so look, that's not gonna work. Mel can Mel can Bobby, speak on uh, it for sure. Quinn and Patricia. Houston tried it. Right. It's not gonna. Work. That's my biggest thing. This is my biggest. Everybody thing. trying to do New England two Hey, 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 and you'll like this reference, Mel. Yeah, so but when you win and there's an organization, your your people grow and get opportunities elsewhere. They've been winning for 20 years, so they're going to. And their people has not, though. I understand. But it, it, everybody wants, one. if you win, wherever you're at and you're winning, those candidates move up, right? Like, yeah. you don't, you're not hiring the offensive coordinator of a 2-14 and 14 team. No, That's no. true. That's true. But But here's the thing. Every, and every, what he did with Mac Jones this year, I think, is what everyone's like. All right, I'm gonna give this guy another shot. 
but, but, but here's the thing. Every franchise wants to recreate the recipe of New England. Copycat week. Yeah, and that's fine. But you can't have and execute the recipe without the main ingredient. His name is Belichick. Well, and he Keaton. ain't and he's Keaton. not going nowhere. Well <laughs> the blatant some <laughs> shit, I guess. To steal a page from the book, right? And yeah. you hope it's not stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're getting a clean, good page. Hey, man, this page kind of sticky. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it's, 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 it's literally like you got three people who got different levels of cooking, and you can all give them the same oh, basket. You say white people don't season chicken. Man, <laughs> I got my dinner smelling good. <laughs> And that's it. For all y'all who say white people don't season chicken, man, I got my dinner smelling good. <laughs> hey, but 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 like literally, it's, it's good job, Matt. Good job. <laughs> it's literally you can give three people a, a, the same basket of ingredients to make a, a in a recipe and, yeah. and tell tell them make make this dish, and mm-hmm. you're going to come out with three different things. Right. But you but you can't recreate. You know what the head chef did because he's the the ultimate ingredient to that. Like, yeah. Belichick is the chef. Belichick is the chef. He's the originator. Yeah, he is the originator. And mm-hmm. all these franchises that want to keep copycatting what the success of this whole twenty years that Belichick did, you can't do it without the the head chef that did it. And, I mean, and, I understand that, it. But that, but that, it. but that, but that brings my doubt to it though. I understand everybody look at you know your um uh wash you know wash's tree you know all the people successful out of that uh, mike hogan's tree you know most, a lot of the coaches successful out of that and so forth and so forth and people want to try to when they see what belichick was successful in new england maybe you can pull some of his people and start a tree from that but so far it hasn't worked no no it just hasn't worked and name, I, I, name one who has just Flores is the I mean, only Flores is the only one you can kind of point to, but, but he, he has, a, he has such a small never he has made a small, playoff game. I'm saying, but he has such a small Bill O'Brien didn't do shit. Patricia right. didn't do shit. Um, well, O'Brien made was, it to the playoffs. Uh, who was the brains that Kansas City hired? He brought in Matt Castle. Who was Scott Pioli? Scott, well, Scott Pioli. Pioli. Didn't win shit. Eric Mangini. Uh, Charlie Weiss didn't win shit. Romeo Cornell Romeo didn't, didn't do shit. that. Like, I'm sure there's more. Like Saban's the only one who's ever been a part of that tree and and made shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he had to go to the college level to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do shit in the NFL. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. It, it, it's it, look. It, I get copycat league, but at some point, you 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 got to You, you, you said the pages twice. Yeah, no. Floyd's is the only coach. And that to, to me, that's what's mind-boggling about him with that situation in Miami. You beat Belichick twice. I, that list is small of coaches that say that they held two victories over Belichick in the same season. Yeah, that list is small. Hey, how, how could you not want that as your coach? That, 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 that drives me crazy. Take what Bill thought. Taught you and apply that to your team but put your own spin, spin on, on it. Yeah. That's I think that's what that's what the problem is, especially with Patricia. He actually he tried to be Bill Belichick per uh, no yeah. 2.0. To the and sweatshirt, the pencil right. here like Yeah, he tried to he be tried just, to look like the blue collar guy and you just right. look like you were in a Halloween costume. Right. <laughs> right. 
So I think. And Patricia was out of job this year too, just so I know. <laughs> Didn't they hire him back as like a defensive assistant this year in New England? It wasn't until probably like late in the season or something. I don't know. I can't recall. But for, for the most part, nobody was calling Patricia to join his staff. I wouldn't so, either after what he did with Detroit. I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you want some of this two old man? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a lot easier to call plays on a defense that Belichick designs. Right. Design your own defense and then call them. Well, he proved he couldn't do that. Well, oh, he, yeah. Here's he, he's, he's another hire in Minnesota. Obviously, mm-hmm. they move on from uh, not getting hardball, but right. they got uh, Kevin O'Connell, Rams mm-hmm. offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing. I don't know it, what exactly was he implementing on that offensive game for the Rams that wasn't Sean McVay. Because obviously Sean McVay is titled as one of the young offensive minds. Right. Was Ke- was Kevin O'Connell actually like a, a big part of the offensive game plan? With, That's what or, I said about Eric Bieniemy, right? Or was he just a title? Dominates the play sheets. <laughs> right. The head coach well, calls it most of the, the, the the enemy started calling it, but the head coach has his system. It is what it is, and you just laminate the play sheets and make sure they're color coordinated the right way for him for right. the game on that. But that, that's the, house the, the copycat league. So now you're gonna get McVay has been a consistent winner. Mm. You're gonna get people plucking to try to get the next Sean McVay. It's just the way the league is. Yeah, I agree. Green Bay, LaFleur's guy just got hired in Denver, right? Like when, mm-hmm. when, when you're the next big thing and, and you've you've won consistently, you're going to get people plucking your staff to, to try to get the next you, to try right. to get the next innovator, to try to get the next coach who wins 13 games, three straight seasons in a row. They, they, they want to get that, and they'll try to get that by hiring from you. As an offensive coordinator, he he goes to Minnesota as head coach, and he he's got a good offense to to work with. Yeah, he's got some nice weapons. Got some yeah. nice weapons. Jefferson about to turn into cup. Oh, oh, Justin Jefferson. He's, oh, they, they get a new quarterback. No, 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 no. Justin Jefferson is, is he's he's a he's an elite wide receiver. And then um, you get a good route. You got Thielen with Thielen. I'm saying uh, you got, they got a new quarterback, Matt, Mattison. Yeah, so, back up. So you got two yeah. legitimate running back threats. Yeah, yeah. They get a new quarterback. Underrated, man. Hey, man, you're not gonna take your Michigan bias and keep hating <laughs> on Kirk Cousins, man. Yeah, you should worry about Michigan getting a fucking quarterback and maybe have a chance in the Final Four. <laughs> Roasted. I mean, I'd be crapping on, on Harbaugh too. So I don't bother me. <laughs> Harbaugh, it's the last good quarterback. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look. Right, he need, he might he might do better with Harbaugh. Yeah, he got any more years of eligibility <laughs> left? I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is Tom Brady, Drew Brees, or Peyton Manning, but but he's he's not no Baker Mayfield. I'm not saying that either. <laughs> but he's not no Baker Mayfield. I, you, to me personally, if you put Kirk Cousins, he's, in, on he, he's riding in the car with him. <laughs> no, no, I, I this it. If you put Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield on the top 32 quarterbacks in the league right now, Baker's closer to 32. Kirk Cousins is about middle of the 25. No, man, don't do that. Top 12. Don't do that. 12? Cousins is top 12, yeah. 12 might be the age limit he messed with, but. Man, stop. 
Yo, don't don't disrespect Kirk Cousins. Like, like thank that, you, man. man. He's riding shotgun. Appreciate oh my God. <laughs> no, yeah, that's no. because he's too good to drive his own car. He's got people driving for him. <laughs> he gets chauffeured. He, 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 he fancy now. Yeah, yeah, quick funny story about chauffeur. I pawned me. I put my resume on. on this on this website. Uh-huh. And it's a place where people reach out to you instead right. of I don't even want to say I've gotten like three scams like sent to me so far through it, man. Guy, the guy emails me, gives me his info. Be like, he's like, oh, my grandfather or my father's moving to your area. I have a car provided. Uh, It's fifty dollars an hour. Uh, I need your name, your address, your age, uh, what bank you use uh, for payment purposes. I replied to him. I'm like, yo, why don't you give me a call and we'll talk about this if you're serious. Right. I got like four phone calls in a row repeatedly from Alabama, all four different numbers, just as the show started. Guy's name is Eric Fisher. Total coincidence that that mm-hmm. was the guy who played for the Chiefs. I get on the phone. I'm like, oh, yes, this is Eric. We spoke earlier. All right, buddy, have a good day. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I'm going to give you my bank info. We want my social, too. I fucking hate people. Go on. You just got me pissed uh, off. Uh, think about that comment right there, Adam said. What's, What's good, good gentlemen? Question for you guys. Don't you think it's time for the 49ers to move on from Shanahan? He's not a winner. He's 0-2 in Super Bowl. Wouldn't a smart GM let Kyle go? No, because I believe that whole entire organization believes Jimmy G was what held them back. The rest of that team is good enough. I think yeah. we all have said it for years. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G holds them back from what they want to do. And Anchor. you saw it already. Lynch gave... Jimmy Garoppolo a hug after the game. He was the only guy to hug. That was the hug of death. No, it was the hug goodbye. Was like, right, hug man, I'm of death. These guys again, not you, motherfucker. <laughs> and then they like had a press conference saying that they've mutually agreed to to part ways and 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 move on from Jimmy. So I, Shanahan's got he's got a good system, but I, I think I think that uh, Garoppolo is what held them down, not not Shanahan coaching. I don't know if Trey Lance is the answer, but Garoppolo isn't. Man, I agree with you that Garoppolo uh, was the anchor that held that team back. Well, that and injuries. So let's be honest. They they, they got their own uh, injury problem in the last couple of years. They got to get yeah. fixed. Um, but besides that, I I don't I don't know if Trey Lance is the answer. Obviously, you get him in the top five this past draft. But I'm still of the belief, and we talked about it, Nick, on, on Monday's uh, late night show. I don't think I'm not sure that you rush him as your and anoint him as your starter for next year, um, because he still has to show that he can go through his progressions, his reads, and make the oh, right yeah. choices. You got to right bring decisions. in a quality veteran. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and look, like we said on Monday show, I I, I would I would I would talk to Aaron. I it, it wouldn't be a bad yeah. bad idea. I because. Jimmy G, what you gonna learn from him? You gonna learn what not to do? You gonna bring in a competition? Yeah, bring in some competition. Uh, and and honestly, oh, you're bringing an Aaron. You're not bringing a competition. You're bringing in the man. You bring oh, in the oh, teacher. Oh, oh, now, oh, that'd be a great. That'd be a great move to teach the young kid. Yes. Learn from Aaron too. What what if you get at least a solid two, maybe three years out of Aaron Rodgers before he decides to hang it up, right. and Trey Lance gets to learn from him? Instead of Jimmy G, because all you gonna learn from Jimmy G is turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, 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 to me, it makes sense because not only did you make a move to make your team better in the present, 
you're going to make your quarterback for the future better for your future. And you can build around that. And so you have the most important piece of your franchise set for the next 10 to 15 years. If you go about that route. Right. I just, I just think, I just think it's a, it's a better move for the, for the 49ers. And I, and honestly, um, and to really answer Adam's, Adam's question, I think that's why you would keep Kyle Shanahan is because you can make that move and you can imagine the plays that he can draw up with Aaron Rodgers compared to Jimmy G. You know what I'm saying? Your offensive game plan is going to look totally different and look probably more explosive. You don't have to sit there and keep relying on your running game to be a focal point to get your quarterback started. Right. You know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't need the run game to get going. You know, the, the offense starts and ends with him. And the, the the success you have in running game is a, just a, a an added bonus. So I mean, it's it, if I'm 49ers, I definitely would, would be calling Aaron Rodgers and seeing what's up with the situation, what he wants to do. Uh, it, to to me, it's a no brainer. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's a, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Uh, any final words, fellas? Nick. Yeah. Oh, folks, me go ahead. Oh, I thought you had that look on your face like you had something to say, you know. No, I'm watching golf. And I, I thought you might want to donate to my alma mater. I'm watching the program, <laughs> and I watched the putt go the whole way without breaking, and then right before it got to the hole, it went, bloop, like four <laughs> inches to the left. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> it didn't look – it looked like it's going in, and all of a sudden the turf must have went like this. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there tonight. I'll be there tonight. Um, Hopefully uh, – Yeah, I'm in. Um. Yeah, Nick, he'll be there. Um, I, we might have Cass join us too. I, I, I linked up with him, see if he wants to get on, and then uh, we'll have some good conversations tonight for sure. But uh, hey, that looks like it's, it's a wrap. Episode one twenty six is in the book for IW Sports. Appreciate appreciate our longtime listeners and followers, Tim, jumping in the com- comments, uh, interacting. Appreciate you, no Matt. Senior Jason. bowl talk. What's that? No senior bowl talk. We'll touch it tonight. I've been watching that shit all week because the Jets are coaching it. Oh, 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 no, trust me. I, I'm pretty sure you are already in full mock draft mode. Oh, I can so give we'll, you a whole hour on players if you want. No, no, we'll, we'll talk about it tonight. Yeah, let's get into that tonight um, right. um, for sure. Um, but look, we appreciate everybody chopping it up with your boys over here at ILW Sports. On behalf of the big homie Nick Shine, Detroit man, I am Juan Carmar. We are signing off, and God bless y'all. And we will see y'all Monday for episode 127. Peace. Hey. Better boys. Deuces. Deuces. Adios, papi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh.